Welcome to another episode of Packcast, the podcast where you don't have to be a Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. It's Tuesdays, and you know what that means. Well, depending on what the Tuesday is, I mean, people might be busy. But ladies and gentlemen, it's Tuesday with Kurt Ben, Kurt Grassi. And today, we have returned. We have returned. We're back. We're back. We are back. Of course, joined as always by the legend, the magnificent, the majestic, mm. the man who's going for the three-peat, mm. the man who was going nuts, bonkers, insane on the sidelines this Sunday. Packers QB, Kurt Benkert. Appreciate it. Wonderful intro, per usual. I told um, you, I got to up it every week. How many, how many times did you see me, like, losing my shit on the sideline? Dude, it was wild. Like, uh, the thing was, oh, yeah. I saw you, and I was also losing my mind because, yeah. like, the first missed field goal, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, like, that sucks. But there was five. Yeah. <laughs> there was five between us and the Bengals. Yep. Wild. Can't, can't do that every week uh, for my health. For no. I mean, I'm young. I'm young, and there are a lot of people a lot older than me on the team, and I don't think their health can take it. No. Let's just get a blowout or two. We'll, we'll revisit a fun yeah. win like that a month or two down the line. Like, let's let's blow out the Bears, right? Like, let's blow out the Bears, and, uh, you know, it's done by, like, halftime. And then you're like, cool, we could just yeah. chillax. You have, like, a martini on the sideline, and you're just vibing, and that's it. Yep. But, yeah. Kurt, in your short time in Green Bay, you've seen some games, bud. You've seen, you've seen some games. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we talked about the 49ers game and how insane that was, right? Yeah. And I thought, I really, really thought we were about to see a repeat of the 49ers game when he get he clocks it to Devontae. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, this is it. This I is it. I literally, I mean, everyone was like, all right, game's over. Let's go home. Yeah. But wait, there's more. And we hit that, that reset button a few times. Um, I would say the wildest part, though, the one that their field goal kicker started to celebrate. So, Dude. so like when you're on the sideline, you can't see if it's good or not. Like you can't see. So the yeah. first thing we're not trained. Like the first thing we look at, you look at the fans behind the field goal post. Do they put their hands up or down? Yeah. And what color are they wearing? Because if they're Packers fans, then they're going to be cheering if it's a miss, whatever. Yep. They didn't know what the hell it was. No. So then we look to the kicker and he's celebrating. He's celebrating. So we're like, shit, we just lost the game. Yeah. So I, I literally, I go and I take off my towel. I have a towel around my neck, just whatever. I go to throw the towel down and I see him like hit a double take. And I was like, wait, what? Like, <laughs> then I see the refs and then there's new life. I'm like, oh shit, here we go. Here we go. Yeah. Like, can you, cause that game in of itself, like it was a battle, right? Like yeah. that whole game was a battle yeah, besides the last team. two and a half minutes, like into yeah. overtime. Right. Yeah. It was a battle. Can you kind of like walk me through like the feelings heading into that stadium. Yeah. Cause I think there was a good amount of Packers fans that were there, yeah. like getting into that stadium, then what halftime brings and then kind of like walking through the last two and a half minutes yeah. of that game into OT. Yeah. I would say like going through the game, like they were a good team, but we felt like we were playing better the whole time. Like sure. it, if you look back at it in the flow of the game, if we finish a few more drives and do a few more things uh, like, like just a little bit better, it's probably a two, a 14 to like 17 point win by us. Like definitely yeah. like different. And they just – they were scrappy, man. Like, they they one, they had a good team. They have good players. Like, uh, Chase is really good. Dude, Jamar really Chase good. was nasty. Yeah, like, they have good players, and they also just, like, had good role players, and they were scrappy, yeah. and, like, they weren't just going to give us anything. So when we got to the red zone, we got stoned a few times. It was like, oh, shit, like, we're not just going to walk in, waltz into this end zone. 
uh, after like big plays getting down the field. And it's they're I think they're going to be a team that like the next four or five years. Oh yeah, they're going to be a pretty good team. Um, oh, yeah. And and as much as like the win is awesome for us, I think you probably hear my daughter in the background. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> as much as the win is awesome for us, I think like that was a good loss for them. Like that yeah. they they can play uh, with a, like with a really good team, like Super Bowl contending team, and like they're no joke, they're no slap team to just kind of roll through. Yeah. And I mean, if you go through the, cause you mentioned like the Jamar chase touchdown, like yeah. right before if Savage, like is like this yeah. close to it, it's done. Right. It's like done. that, that's, that's it. Um, yeah. There's, there's, there were a lot of like little plays, but it turned mm-hmm. into something that was like incredible. And I know Aaron Jones has come out and said that like, he went up to Mason Crosby and yeah. was like, love you, man. <laughs> like, yeah. like That was like the support yeah. kind of like, what was the feeling like when Crosby's missing these kicks. Right. And he fight like, I didn't even hear that one. Oh, she's going nuts. <laughs> she's like, listen, I got an opinion yeah, on this game. She, oh, she does. This girl. I got an opinion. Okay. Yeah. So um, what kind of, what's like the view? So like Mason has to be down on himself a little bit. Like, you know, he's missing the, these field goals. And then I love like he hits it and he walks back to sideline. He's like, <laughs> yep. Yep. He like, but that's the thing. Like he hasn't, he's made like what, 27 straight. Yeah. Like, you just have these days, and and the wind there was actually wild. I don't know if you could really tell from like the TV copy or whatever, but yeah, I mean it was like sideways, one ways, like going left and going right. Like it was just all over the place, and uh, like some of his like some of the kicks looked like they were going to be good, and they ended up not. Um, but for him, it was like I, I just think the whole feeling of the sideline was like, oh well, if we get him another another opportunity, he's not going to miss that one, surely. Yeah. And then it just happened again, and it was like, well shit, like the the very last one, it was like. Uh, all right, did we go for it now? That's and, oh. And then it was like a no, like we we have Mason, like he's gonna hit it, like he's got to break the seal eventually. And yeah. you keep putting him in positions to break the seal. Our defense held them just enough, yep. like kept them to long field goals, no chip shots. Like I don't know, man. It was it that was like a I don't know. I think that's who we are as a team, man. Like it's not always gonna be pretty, but we have no. the dudes to compete and to put us in the position to win. And when we have every bit of the team performing at a high level. At the yeah. same time, the same game, that's when these crazy blowouts will happen. But yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's the thing too. Like you look at the state of the roster right now, you're missing three starting offensive yeah. linemen. You're missing your best pass rusher, your best corner. Like you're missing like and we're winning pieces. Lucas Patrick is hopping and he's like, Hey, what's going on? I'm gonna play center yeah. today. <laughs> like, yeah, like, and we're winning, dude. And we're like, and and we're like not it's not like we're handedly winning, but nope. we're the better team in these games still. Like if you just by the flow of the game and uh, I don't know, I think that's really promising for how early, how early it is in the year, how many guys we're going to get back by later in the year. Like, I don't don't know. It's fun. This is a fun team to be part of a good year to be part of it. Well, is it, is there kind of like this idea that it's like, Hey, like let's survive, right? Like let's like get through like week by, it's obviously a week by week league, Mm -hmm. but like get through week by week because sometime in the future, Bach is going to be back. Jenkins is going to be back. Hopefully Myers is going to be back. Hopefully Jair is not going to need anything. And like, he's going to be back. Hopefully Z sometime yeah. down the line is going to be back. Is there kind of just like, let's like, just take care of business next man up, do what we have to yeah. do. Because once, if we're healthy later in the year, yeah. then something special could happen. Yeah. I would say like the, the, I think the right way to put it versus like survive is like whatever we have to do to get this win, whether it's lean on the run game this week, lean on the pass game sure. or, like then, but don't break on defense. Like it doesn't like, there's no such thing as an ugly win. Like right now, yeah. like we, we're just trying to win week after week. However it looks each week. Like, 
I know the what the Browns and the Chargers. There was like a ninety points, or whatever scored. Like, yeah, we don't wild. we don't need that to win. Whatever we yeah. need for that week to win is what we're gonna put on the table and get done. Like, if I mean, what Devontae had two hundred and six yards receiving. Aaron had another three hundred yard passing game, hundred yard rusher. Like, we're if we needed Aaron to throw for four hundred in this game to win it, that could have happened too. But we didn't need that. Like, we just sure. we needed our recipe to win, and I think that's what you're gonna see. You watch a guy like Devontae Adams, <laughs> and yeah. like you get to witness that man practice you get to watch him like yeah every week like and it's like teams know he's gonna get the ball especially like mbs is out right now Mm -hmm. like he's gonna get it like watching him like as a qb like is it just a matter of like how like some of the throws that rogers is making to him just like the the release is out of this world yeah like what is your mindset just watching that man play football uh i think you have to scrap like the traditional coaching of all right it's two man yeah. it's it's too high the guy's going to play press and inside leverage and we have an in route you probably shouldn't go there but if it's Devonte, you're going to give it a look and that's like him across the board no matter what it is like it, it shouldn't work on paper but because it's him it's a legit option so that's it's not i wouldn't call it like a he's not like a bailout player but he's like a you have no matter what the play is like there's always a little alert that he can probably get open even if he's not supposed to. And yeah. and that's like a special ability for, for guys that like not many people have. Yeah. I mean, like you could always go to that read, right? Like you could always say and be like, maybe. Like even yeah. if he's not supposed yeah. to, maybe he's going to yes. be there. Yep. And, you know, you 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 finish this game. It's an insane game. Kind of what's the feeling? And I mean, there was reports, but like what was the feeling in the locker room after that game? Yeah. Like because this is your first one o'clock game, right? Yeah. Like well, one o'clock Eastern. Yeah. Uh, and the floor talk a lot about urine this week yeah. about uh making yeah. sure it was hot yep. and steaming urination yes yep. steaming urination that was uh that was the <laughs> that was yeah. the phrase of the day um so like you, you pull off this victory you're four and one you get into that locker room is it pandemonium uh i wouldn't say it was like or is it, it like it was it was pretty it was loud it was like it was like holy shit like what a game <laughs> like it wasn't i would say the the 49ers game was a little more nuts okay but this one was like uh it was more of like a proud, like, dang, like we really stuck together and like we found a way to get that win that some way down the line, like this is this is gonna be a big win, sure. playoff seating and that type of thing. Um, and this is one of those games that, like you didn't want to let slip. And it was like a damn, like we really like had our back against the wall and, and found a way. And that was like the the proud, like we're in it together type thing, no matter what it looks like week to week. I would say that was the vibe. Um and yeah. it was just cool, man. It's every week is different in this league. Like anybody can win any Sunday, like they always say, but to find those like gritty wins uh, down the line, that's the difference between like a twelve and five team and like a eight and nine team. Like yeah, like those those wins add up over time, and Absolutely. you just get comfortable in those situations. So a guy like EQ, right? Yeah. So he has been elevated uh, mm-hmm. to the main roster to play. Like MVS is out, right? Yeah. Kind of like needing him. Is there? Because since you are working with him, you know, he's a practice squad guy, mm-hmm. what have you. I'm assuming you know him decently well, considering yeah. he's on on the PS. Yeah. Is it one of those things that EQ is just, like, trying to make every single moment, like, an opportunity and be like, listen, like, let me go out and, like, prove myself? You know, is that kind of that mentality, you know, as you work with him? Yeah. I think for a guy like him, it's more of, like, uh, let me show every time I go out that I'm in the right places, doing the right things. Like, like that I'm not a variable that has to be, like, worried about. Sure. versus like having to be that guy like nobody's asking him to be that guy and a lot of guys in this situation like that's the 
I would say that's kind of the misconception. Like when you're being asked to go in that that game or that situation, you're not being asked to be that guy. You're just being asked to do your job and and be a variable that doesn't have to be thought out. Like thought don't about. be a liability. Yeah, that's it. Like, and um, I don't know. It's it's been cool to watch. Like I know I don't like watch a bunch of special teams, but I've been hearing like how well he's doing the special teams and coaches praising him and stuff. And I think that's like the most important thing you can do in that situation is show that you're you're versatile and can do a lot of different things. Yeah. When we first started this, um, we kind of talked about how like there was differences between like being on the Green Bay Packers and potentially mm-hmm. other organizations that you've been a part of, right? Yeah. How have you, as a member of the practice squad, like how has your game grown? Like we're yeah. seeing obviously like the Packers and how they're performing on field, what have you. Yeah. You have mm-hmm. the, I'm going to go absolutely nuts on the sidelines, right? Yeah. And I'm going to be rocking the freshest kicks on the team. <clears throat> but past no that, like how have you grown as a player yeah. thus far? Like removed from that element that's on the field yeah i i would say the biggest thing is like whatever i'm asked to do whether it's like leading a walkthrough for the defense or going in for a handful of plays on scout team when jordan's not taking them like i'm i'm making sure it's like smooth and i'm stressing every last like inch of the field for them to know that like i let them know if they're not in the right position like if it's in walkthrough i've been cussed yeah. out for like not good it's not going too hard but it's like all right why'd you have to do that it's walkthrough like that sure. shit doesn't like that's not who I am. Like I'm I'm there for a reason and I'm gonna make sure that like uh it was walked through, you had him covered, and, like no you didn't. So like when it when it translates, like that's that's just like I wanna leave my stamp on things. So I feel like I'm becoming more of like a foolproof player of like every detail matters and it's not just a drop back and, and sling it and find the open guy. Um but I, I think I'm pretty excited with like how I've gone about my business and the opportunities that I have had like across the building in front of a bunch of different people that I would never have talked to um, sure. like on the defensive side. So that's kind of my role, man. And it's like, everyone knows that even if, if I'm in there and it's walked through or whatever the hell it is, like you gotta be on your shit because I'm not going to yeah. let it go. So. And that's it. And I know, like, I think it was the first time that we ever did one of these. So the mentality, especially amongst like veterans and younger guys was like, Hey, let's get a ring, right? Like this yeah. is our opportunity, like to get it. <clears throat> and after you're having like some of these crazy games yeah. in which like you're, you're just escaping, like what's it feel like to be a part of this? Cause I know you've been on teams that haven't been as yeah. successful before. Yeah. Like, w- like what is just the, like, whether it's a change in like mood or whether it's a change like within a locker room or just like you as like a person going into game day, yeah. kind of like, how is that feeling that you are getting, you are being scrappy. You're coming away yeah. with these wins, you know, in a season that had like a ton of publicity yeah. on it. Like what's yeah. that, what's that feeling like? I just think it's cool, man. Like it's, it's fun to be a part of it because like we all think we have something really special here and it's like yeah. these, these there's already been nutty games and we've only been five weeks into the season but i just think like for a lot of guys like me and and in the building in general like no role is too small and and we really stress that like when lafleur like says we need everybody in this room to win this game like he, he genuinely means it like there's a lot of work delegated across the board to a lot of different people so regardless of if you're playing or not like however scrappy the win comes out and you win like everyone feels like they had something to do with it and I think that's kind of like the ownership in the building um, and just from player to player, all the coaches and stuff like everybody has ownership in this. So mm-hmm. we're proud when we win those scrappy games. Like it's, I don't know. We all feel a part of it. It's not just the guys that are playing. Sure. I mean, like, you, and you've mentioned this before, but like if you're, you're in the QB room, right. Mm-hmm. And you're watching film, like dissecting, what have you, do you yeah. find that like 
you are able to express like your voice and be like, hey, like I see yeah. this, I see this, or is yep. it more of like more absorption like that you're like aiming for yeah. or is it, like a balance? Uh, I would say it's a balance like 70, no, 80, 20, like we're 20%. If I'm really like feel strongly about something, I'll say something. Yeah. And it's been cool because like I've brought up concepts the past like over, over five weeks, I brought up like maybe four concepts and then in the next week I'll see them in the in the plan and I'm like, Nobody says anything. It's not like, uh, hey, like this is a great call by you, but it's like a, a mutual like, hey, he brought that up and we docked it up kind of how we think it'll work. But I'm like, like there, I see the changes and I'm like, hell yeah. Like that's one thing that I brought to the table that maybe it'll be a huge play in a game. Um, like the, there was a play that was on Twitter. It was um, number number three had like a seam. Number two had a deep corner and Devante had the deep end. Yeah. And that was a concept that I really liked um, like four or five weeks ago. And they started talking about it and then they docked it up how they wanted it. But that was like a, damn, like I, that got was like a community. Rolling. Yeah. I got, I, I feel like I got the ball rolling and I wasn't going to like, I'm not going to go out of my way and be like, Hey, like brought this to the table, but those types of Kirk things. Like, play right there. It's, yeah, my right? it's my play. Uh, <laughs> but they like, they, they take advice from anyone and then they actually like evaluate it and then they put yeah. it in how they feel like fits with like how they want to call things. And like, no voice is too small, dude. Like, I don't know. It's, it's cool because it's, it's not the, this is the way we've always done it. It's not a hierarchy. It's like a community of, of people chipping in and, and finding the best way to do it. I mean, that has to feel kind of awesome, right? Because like you could look at it as, you know, you have obviously Aaron, then there's Jordan and you're on the yeah. practice squad. And it's like, hey, like I still have a voice like in this team. And I think it really, it puts that like ideology or like just that saying of it's an every, everyone has to participate yeah. and actually puts it into action and being like, yeah. no, like we actually mean these words. Yeah, because I'm not just sitting there all week listening. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, I feel like if I'm locked in. If I have something that I want to say, at least I can put it out there. And then, you know, like some person, one person can say something and then somebody else takes it differently and then they want to incorporate it in their own way. And that's like, that's just how like good ideas form. Or sure. I'll say something to Aaron and he'll be like, yeah, I actually already talked to LaFleur about that last night. So like, it's just cool to see that the way that I'm seeing the game is somewhat similar to how these other guys who have had so much success are seeing it so it's more like validation for myself like i'm i can do this a minute like yeah um but it's across the board dude. like you just see it everywhere in the building um you see like players coaching like old players coaching younger players and it's not like uh, i'm trying to keep my job separate from you it's like we're all in this together to try to win it doesn't yeah it's, it's just i don't know it's a special place it's a communal thing like as you're yeah. saying like i mean like that's that's how teams win right it's not an individual it's like it's no. literally everyone doing their part. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That, especially with so many injuries too, I feel like you need that, right? If you're yeah. going to go with this next man up mentality, yeah. that man needs to be ready to play football. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like before the game, every time I, like Aaron and I have an interaction right before the game, right after the um, American or the uh, national anthem, yeah. like dabs me up and he said, hey man, or hey kid, tell me what you see out there. It's like, every single game. So like, it's, it's not like, that's what's on his mind to tell me like, hey, you see something like, make sure you let me know. Not of like, I don't know. It's and it's not surface level. It's like legitimate. It's so, legit. It's not just like okay, buddy. Like yeah, <laughs> I have a responsibility to not just watch the game as a fan from the sideline. Like I, yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. Well, buddy, you were doing a lot more than just watching uh, oh, this past God. day. Holy, hope you have people some clips. don't know like. Mr. Kurt Benkert here. Like it, oh, it, it showed up on TV a bunch of times. Like yeah. you were going wild, oh, yeah. no piping up, and there was so much so that like there were some mentions, and I think in articles too that were just like. Yeah, these uh, practice squad players were, like, going nuts oh, over dude. in uh, Cincinnati. The juice box, baby. Bring in the juice. Now, on a, another related note, yeah. uh, so a couple weeks ago when we were doing this last, you made, you know, basically, I don't want to say it's your prediction. It's just a statement that you're going to be a, a 
three peat, right? You're gonna you're gonna yeah. win. Has anyone on the team, like as you're training for this tournament, have they like stepped up and they're like, hey, Kurt, I could take you? Or do they like there's know been one they... one player, Ooh. Uh, Malik Taylor. Really? He sent me like a clip of him playing in creative or something. I was like, yo, watch out. And so like he legitimately likes Fortnite, but I'm like, big dog, you're playing on an Xbox on a TV with 60 frames, like you can't see me. <sighs> um, but I think I'm gonna have to get some games in with him. I love Malik. He's a good dude. That's phenomenal. I mean, because there, AJ Dillon was with Cheesehead TV, yeah. and uh, Tyler, this their social media guy, like went in and snuck in in a game with him, and he wound up getting booted, like like oh mid because he's God. like, "You're trash. Like you're not good." That's like, amazing. Can you can, you could take Dylan in Warzone? I'm assuming. Like, yeah, I'm better than him in Warzone. Let's put it this way: the last time we played, um, I played half of the game. They like did not go out of their way to res me, so I only got to play in half the game. And I had nine kills in the first half of the game. He ended the game with nine kills. I only played the first half. So okay, right, I just, I just yeah. wanted to know where the the hierarchy was uh, with it, with that. Yeah. Okay, that's he's not bad. Like he's like he's no. a player that I'd like. Yeah, if you want to play, like you know how to res me and stuff. <laughs> you know how to push the button. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's fine. That's great. Call UAV. <laughs> nah, he can play. Um, these next couple games, uh, you got the Bears, you got Washington um, heading up. This will be your first interaction with the Chicago Bears. Yeah. Uh, kind of what's the mentality heading into this game? Is it kind of the same as every week, or is it taking on a little bit of a different feeling because it's the Bears? I would say it's the same as every week. Um, I'll find out tomorrow, our first like legitimate day of like meetings yeah. and stuff, if the vibe is a little different in the building. But I'd imagine it's it's probably the same, especially being on this side of it. Like I would feel like the Bears probably have it a little more starred than we do. Yeah. Um, but it's just, I, don't know, I think it's another week. Um, one thing I did want to touch on, you tweeted out last night cause there was a lot going on last night. Oh there was a, a lot going on. Yeah. You tweeted out about like having great people around you. Yeah. Right. Can you kind of like elaborate on that a little bit further? Not even speaking about what happened last night, but in yeah. talking about just kind of like how that has helped you throughout your career, because yeah. in a career that is so public, especially not yeah. even on the football field at this point, like now that like you're you're a viable person on the internet. You have an online personality, yeah. et cetera. Like how important it is to like keep those people around you that are like kind of keeping you on the path. Yeah. I think um, like in reference to last night, uh, some people asked me like, so did like, were there problems in Atlanta? Like that was not the the point of it. My, what I said about Gruden, it was more of like a, when, when you're coming out as a quarterback, like uh, Gruden's QB thing, like that's yeah. kind of like a big thing that people, that everyone watches it and you, you take that evaluation seriously and it can it can legitimately affect your draft grade or like public perception of how good of a player you are and that was yeah. my uh my whole like idea behind what i said was you have guys like that that can actually directly influence your career as a player yeah um and there's just like it's got to change and i think it is like it's it's starting to change but you don't know how many people out there are just like haters for no reason like that in, in a lot of different yeah. lights. And um, I just think like the whole, like this is the way it's always been. And like the old, like the good old boys system, like, yeah, no. like, I don't know. There's just, there's more of that in the NFL than, than I think like people realize just because sure. there've been guys that have been in this for 40 plus years. Like, and, and that's, that's what I've, I really value about being where I am. Like there's, it's a young, like fresh staff, fresh, like inclusive mind. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's a comfortable place to be and I've only been to two places, but I can imagine there are other places out there that don't feel like it does here in, in green Bay. Sure. And so that was more of like a, like a, a realization of like, dang, like there are guys like that, that directly influence if you'll ever be even a practice squad player in the NFL, or yeah. if you'll ever have a job as a coach or a scout, like, like people like that, 
they have so much say. Um, they, and that was my my kind of whole uh, – it was just kind of like speaking my mind. I wasn't like trying to make a big point of emphasis. Or no, whatever, no, no. But like realizing like, yo, like these these are decision makers that affect a lot of other people. Um, maybe we should like pay closer attention to the people that we're hiring. I mean, like the, you have these people who are in positions of power, right? Yeah. I mean, Rogers was talking about this last week. I think on McAvee, I was just talking about the difference in, like the difference between like a college coach and an NFL coach, right? That yeah. like you refer, refer to your college coach as coach, yeah. and then in the NFL, it's Matt or it's you yeah. know what their first name is or their last name yeah. or what have you. And like, even though it's like a formality thing, it just shows like, hey, we're all professionals. We're all doing yeah. the same job. We're all here to accomplish the same goal. Like, yeah. you're getting paid. I'm getting paid. You yeah. know, the whole nine yards. And I feel like what you're saying it's kind of a little bit of like that college influence and it's like that thing. person has all of like hey you're gonna start or you're gonna see the bench the entire year yeah. that's between getting drafted or not yes and that's and that it's not like it's an nfl issue but it also goes to college like yeah there are just so many old school guys that not even about like the racism or like the sexism or like anything like just in general like the mindset like all that stuff is encompassing but just like that old stuck in the past mindset of like those people determine so many people's futures. And it's like, that's, it's just sad. Like that's, that's in my sure. opinion, that's just sad. Everyone, I had some like trolls be like, well, if you had more talent, like talent covers up all that shit. And I'm like, no, like you guys are just oblivious. Because like, if you don't get an opportunity to display that talent, exactly. then no one can even know that you have it. Right. Exactly. Like, yeah. like that's a huge thing. And yes. I, I, I mean, you look at the NFL as a whole and you mentioned like the age in which people are in there and you're talking about, like, you're not even talking about like the really egregious stuff. You're yeah. just talking about, there's a mindset that if this one person says this kid doesn't have it, that might, yes. they might take that opinion. And you yes. don't even make it. You don't even get like a phone call and that's yes. it. it. That is, that is 100%. Like, yeah, I could go, I could go in, in deep on that. I was lucky uh, to have a coach in Atlanta that actually, like he took the time, he was an old school guy, but he took the time to teach me the game. Like, like as if you were talking to Joe Montana, like this is the base way of playing quarterback in the NFL. And yeah, there's a lot of things that have changed, but sure. I felt like I got a good foundation from him, but there are a lot of old school guys that don't do that. They don't see a guy like me with my skill set, like, like, oh, he can scramble. He throws in the run. Like that's kind of his thing, but this kid's not your traditional drop back passer. So he's done. Yep. And so like, that's, it's like, it's just the same stuff with Lamar. Like Lamar, Lamar just threw 85% plus completion percentage, 40 yards. Correct. And you're still going to have old school guys. Like I wouldn't want him to be my quarterback. Yeah. Why? Like I want to be a pocket passer. And that's, yeah, it. Yeah. and that's, but that's, that's the whole, like it's deeper than all that other stuff. It's, it's the whole picture of the old school mentality. Um, yeah. It's been going for a while for that. Yeah. And I think there's, I mean, the, I guess like the hope is that because there's 32 teams, like there's some diversification yeah. in there in which like, even like you'll have those bright spots, whether it's Atlanta, whether it's yeah. in Green Bay, like you'll have those people who'll be like, well, maybe like, let's think outside the box a little bit or like, yeah, yeah he doesn't fit the particular mold of like, you yeah. know, what we usually go for, but maybe, but mm -hmm. I would imagine in other organizations, like that's not the case. It's like, these yeah. are the guys we draft. These are the guys we look for. Yeah. And if you don't fit and check boxes, ABC, yeah. you're not even getting an opportunity. Yes. Well, Kurt, I'm glad that you are getting this opportunity, my good no, sir. No. I'm glad Thank that you. you're with us, and I'm glad that we uh, completed another Kurt Ben Kurt mm. Tuesday. Always Love a pleasure, my friend. Thank um, you, dude. Yeah, tell the people uh, where they can find you and all the things that you do. Oh, man, all across the board, Kurt Ben Kurt, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. I had a TikTok go uh, 2 million views over the past two weeks. That was pretty hype. Um, but all across the board, make a bunch of different content and fun to keep up with. Let's get it, baby.
Links will be awesome. in the description. You can be live tonight. Tonight, yes. Gotta gotta grind some Fortnite, man. Down, it's that time the of the Twitch. year. Yep, that time of the year. Well, folks, that's Kurt Benkert. I'm Tom Grassley. Thank you so much for watching. Awesome. And as always, go pack, go. Go pack, go.